I'm Stephanie Long, and this is the Better Jesus Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad and grateful that you're taking some time out of your day to listen to this preview episode and get to know some about what the Better Jesus Podcast is going to be. I hope that it's a space of life and light and hope and encouragement for you. The first official episode will be July, but I wanted to take some time and give you a little preview, let you know kind of what you can expect if you listen. Over the last several years, I've learned that Jesus is so much better than I thought he was and so much better than I was taught he was. And so that's where the idea for the Better Jesus podcast came from. I've learned that Jesus is more loving, more inclusive, more expansive, more empathetic, more subversive, more amazing. And that he's less angry, less condemning, less punishing, less torturing, less divisive. Actually, he's 0% any of those things. And also that he's differently political. But we'll get into that another time. Jesus literally is love. And there's room for everyone at his big table. The general Christian movement in our culture tends to focus on all the things that everyone is supposedly doing wrong all the time. But that's not what Jesus did. That's not who Jesus is. And that's not what Jesus calls us to do. And when people will say like, well, how do I respond to this issue? The answer is always more love, more compassion, and more empathy every time. But isn't it the loving thing to tell them that they're wrong? I've heard that a lot. Maybe. Most likely not. Stay with me. Okay, I know I've heard the whole like, well, what if they're in front of a train? If somebody's in front of a freight train, I should push them out of the way. Um, let's think about that for a minute. What we're really saying is this person is committing this sin or doing this thing that I disagree with. And I think Jesus is going to get them. They're about to get on. They're about to get run over by the Jesus train. Y'all, Jesus is not a freaking freight train. We do not have to protect people from Jesus. He's not coming to squish anyone. If we're seeing a light coming, it's not a Jesus train trying to squish them. It's just the light of Jesus bringing them love and compassion and empathy and understanding and help. And that's what we should be doing. Even if we think that the train is the consequences of their actions and we want to protect them, like yelling at them and screaming at them and telling them how wrong they are is not going to help anything. And if I'm on the train tracks and a freight train is coming to get me, I probably know that already. I don't need you to yell at me that there's a train coming. I need you to help me get off the freaking track. Now, on the other hand, that's assuming that there's actually a freight train coming. A lot of times we call things a freight train that is actually the light at the end of the tunnel. People do things that step outside of what we think is right or what our interpretation of scripture is. And we're like, oh no, they're going down that slippery slope. P.S. Um, the slippery slope is super fun and there's lots of love and life at the bottom of it. Just a sad note. I th- but I think we label things as freight trains and dangerous way more often than Jesus does. But we'll talk about that more in the actual first episode. But when it comes to like this, like how do we balance the love and the law? We're supposed to speak the truth in life. Like we have to tell people when they're wrong. I'm sorry. We have to speak the truth in love. I would suggest... Jesus doesn't want to balance. Jesus doesn't want us to balance them at all. Love wins every single time. The greatest commandment we know, Jesus says, love God 
Love your neighbor as yourself, right? Those are the things that we're supposed to do. And he says, all the law and prophets hang on those two things. The point of all the law, all the prophets, every word written in the Bible boils down to answering the question, how do I love God, my neighbor, and myself? And that is going to be a huge question that we focus on in this podcast. But we have to remember that the law and the prophets were written at a specific time to a specific people in a specific place with specific sets of cultural norms and specific problems that were being addressed. The law and the prophets were saying, this is how you love God, your neighbor, and yourself in this time and place. It's not our job to love people like they love people when slavery was commonplace and women and children were property. Our job is to use our brains and the Holy Spirit to figure out how to love God, love our neighbors, and ourselves in our time and place and culture. For example, in Deuteronomy 22, it says that a rapist must marry his rape victim. That's not loving. That does not seem loving at all to us. We would think that was horrific because it is. But at that time and place in culture, if a woman was raped, she could not get married. She also could not provide for herself. So literally the only way that she could survive was if he took care of her. It doesn't seem loving at all. But in that time and place in culture, it was literally saving her life. It seems insane. But it's part of the progressive revelation of scripture, which means that throughout the timeline of history, God has been progressively revealing more of God's self to humanity to move us toward the ultimate goal of life on earth as it is in heaven. An eye for an eye was not a law of vengeance, but required people to act more loving towards each other than they already were. It wasn't like, he took your eyes or you got to take his eye too. No, it was... Stop murdering someone for taking your eye. Payback can only go as far as the, the offense. Then Jesus came along and said, no, violence is not the answer. Not an eye for an eye. Turn the other cheek. Forgive people. Don't get them back. Jesus was telling us to stop believing the myth of redemptive violence. Violence is not the answer. Which is why he did not fight back and laid down his life when he was murdered in the most violent way that could have been imagined. Of course, as humans, we've done a great job entirely missing the point, turned the whole gospel story into false support for the myth of redemptive violence, and made an angry, vengeful God in our own angry, vengeful images. But again, we'll talk about that in another episode. For now, I just want to kind of give you a taste of what the Better Jesus podcast will be like. You might be wondering if this is just going to be another deconstructing podcast. No. We will touch on deconstructing things. I'm obviously deconstructing, reconstructing somewhere in kind of that process, and I'm sure a lot of you probably are too. But the aim of this podcast is to explore four questions. Who are you, Jesus? Who do you say that we are? What's true? And how do we best love God, our neighbors, ourselves, in our time, place, and culture? I want to pause before I go on and make a really important point. I could be completely wrong about everything. And I am 100% okay with that. I believe that Jesus is big enough, expansive enough, wide enough, loving enough, smart enough, self-assured enough, that he's okay if I'm wrong. And he'll tell me. So I don't expect you to believe everything I say. Examine it. 
pray about it. Ask Jesus if it's true. Chew the meat. Spit out the bones. Another point, I will very likely change what I believe over time. I do not believe hardly at all the way that I believed five years ago. And I hope that the progressive revelation of Jesus in my life continues to work. And that in five years, I don't believe exactly the way that I believe right now. Because I will hope that I continue to grow. And I hope this podcast is a place where we can all explore questions and grow and think about things and learn together. Now, that being said, if you're like super into certainty and you want to listen to people who are very sure of what they're talking about, you probably don't want to listen to this podcast. And that's okay. Now, what about social justice? Are we going to talk about social justice issues? Yes. Actually, I believe that social justice is one of the ways that we answer the question, how do we best love God, our neighbors, ourselves, and our time, place, and culture? But don't want it to be just a place where we talk about it. I want this to be a community that takes action. So I'm looking into different ways to do that. If you have any ideas of different ways that we can take action on certain issues, if you could email me at stephanie at thebetterjesus.com, then I would love to chat with you about some ideas. So now I've talked a little bit about what kind of things we'll talk about, what to expect, what's the point of the podcast, but you might be wondering who I am and why you should care what I have to say. Um, Honestly, you should only care what I have to say if you find it helpful or interesting. But I will tell you a little bit about the kind of the Cliff Notes version of my story. I'm a writer. I'm an editor. I've been married for almost 12 years. I'm newly a pastor's wife, says my husband is an associate pastor now. I have a 10-year-old and 11-year-old boy who I homeschool, and I serve in kids ministry at our awesome church plant. I was raised like in a Protestant church, and then in as a teenager, I went to a conference, you know, got quote-unquote got saved, said the prayer the whole nine, fell deeply into the hole of the fundamental Baptist corner of the internet and eventually ended up at my now husband's independent Baptist church. And with those two things learned that I basically wasn't allowed to do anything except for be a submissive wife and mother um, because I have a vagina. So I couldn't lead. I couldn't teach. I couldn't basically be who I am. Eventually, we we moved out of our home state, and my husband got a job at a mega church, where I went to a youth conference, and Jesus told me that he wanted me to put my kids in school, and that he wanted me to do ministry, and I was super confused because I had been taught that godly Christian mothers don't work, and they homeschool their kids. So how could Jesus possibly be telling me to do something that he already said I wasn't allowed to do? So there's really only two options there. Either I was hearing Jesus wrong or I was taught wrong. So I decided that I was just going to keep asking him like, is this what you really want me to do? And I decided to read the Bible for myself with three questions in mind. Who are you, Jesus? Who do you say that I am? And what's true? 
you'll notice that those are three of the four questions that this podcast is going to explore. And what I found out was there's a lot of things in the Bible that I was not taught were there. And a lot of things I was taught were in the Bible are not there or are totally taken out of context. And it turns out that, like I said, Jesus is a lot more loving, a lot more inclusive, a lot more expansive than I was taught he was. And also the fact that I'm a woman does not stop me from being in ministry. I now have an amazing egalitarian marriage where we're both equals and it's so much better. Over the next couple of years after that, there was a ton of hurt and pain. A lot of shit went down and uh, we left the church that we were in for a while. I didn't want to go back to church at all. And I was questioning and doubting everything. The only thing I knew to be true was that Jesus was faithful and that he was there the whole time and never left me. And he wasn't scared of my questions or my doubts or my fears or any of that. Over time, we ended up getting some awesome friends, the kind of friends who don't want to fix you and who support your growth, even if you're growing new branches or growing a different direction than they expected you to. And we started an amazing church plant and I decided to start this podcast. So that's where we are. Yes, that's actually the Cliff Notes version of my story. Uh, I didn't even talk about the two anxiety disorders I have, which will definitely be something that we talk about on this podcast because we needed to be talking about the truth about mental health and not some of the nonsense that a lot of the American church is spewing about it. So we'll get to that. We'll have a whole episode at least just on that. Also, I am homeschooling again. I did stop for a while, but I just wanted to clarify since I mentioned that I am homeschooling and I mentioned that Jesus said stop homeschooling, you might be wondering um, what's up with that. So I actually did stop for a while and now I'm doing it again. Um, And now I'm doing it because I love it and it's awesome and it's what's best for our family as opposed to doing it because that's what I was quote unquote supposed to do. So I just wanted to clarify that. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you will come back and listen next when we have our first official episode. If you like this, I would love it if you would subscribe and share it with your friends. Like I said, the purpose of this podcast is going to be to answer the questions. Who are you, Jesus? Who do you say that we are? What's true? And how do we love God, our neighbors, and ourselves in this time and place and culture? Connect with me at my website, thebetterjesus.com, on Instagram at thebetterjesus, on Twitter at thebetterjesus, and on Facebook facebook.com slash the better Jesus. I know you're shocked. So again, thank you so much for listening. I've been Stephanie Long. This has been the better Jesus podcast, and I can't wait to talk to you again. Until then, I hope you have increasing moments of joy in your life.